everybody. Welcome to, what's today? Today's the 29th of May. Can you believe we made it to the beginning of June, to the end of May already? This is incredible. Um, I had to get some water there. Thanks for your patience. I want to remind you of a couple of deals we have going. And that is that any gift to the ministry of $20 or more, you can get both of my books. And wristband that says, Seek God's Kingdom. It's kind of a reminder to us. Hi, Lindy. And um, so for a gift of $20 or more, you can get these two books. You can Venmo, Cash App, PayPal, uh, or Zelle. And um, just message me here uh, on Facebook or on my podcast. You can go ahead and send an email to Tom and Sarah Ministries at gmail.com and I will get these out to you. I'll tell you how to give and you'll have to give me your address, etc. We won't do it public form, but we can do it via direct messaging. Um, so yeah, so feel free to get these. That's for a $20 gift or more. Or if you only want one of the books, you can get one for $15 sent to your house. And um, and that's it. So. Uh, very quickly, uh, I hope you had a really good Memorial Day weekend. I did. Um, it's been a little rainy up here in Fairbanks, Alaska, but life is tough all over. Um, I want to go to today um, to Joshua, the first chapter, and um, we're going to talk here uh, about meditation, meditating in God's Word. There is a revival about to take place. For the Word of God, as it were, where, where the Christian, where the believer is actually hearing and going after the Word of God, <clears throat> and they want to hear what God has to say, they want to see it in the Word, and uh, and and so basically, I believe that the Christian, the true believer, is going to go after the Word of God in this last, uh, in this next uh, few years, and so. With that in mind, then I'll talk about some of the things that I had done. We're talking about meditation, but I want to um, go to Joshua, the first chapter. Let's start with verse 5. And I'm reading out of the Passion Translation. They don't have the whole Old Testament yet, but they have some books out. And, and Joshua, Judges, and Ruth is, is one section, and you can get that. All right, Joshua, no one will be able to defeat you. Now, God's talking. No one will be able to defeat you for the rest of your life. I will be with you as I was with Moses. I will never fail, nor will I abandon you. Now, many of us get defeated. Many of us feel like the enemy is going to win all the time. No. The Bible says no one will be able to defeat you for the rest of your life. I will be with you as I was with Moses. And... Um, and then in verse uh, 6, you must be strong and brave. You will, lead the people to, uh, you will lead the people to acquire the apportion uh, and apportion the land that I promised to their ancestors that I would give them. Verse 7, you must remain very strong and courageous. That word courageous means um, uh, to translate or to move your 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 um, uh, move your convictions into bold actions okay many people have a lot of convictions but they don't make action out of their convictions they just let the convictions sit there so be strong and courageous be faithful to obey the teaching of my servant Moses 
uh, commanded you to follow. Do not deviate from him to the right or to the left. Now, some translations say, do not de deviate from it. Okay, but uh, he's talking more about God that uh, here. And he says, um, it could be translated, do not turn from it. But it actually means do not turn from God, to the right or to the left. Okay? Uh, so that you will have overwhelming success and everything uh, in everything you undertake. And here it is, verse 8. Recite this scroll of the law constantly. Contemplate it day and night and be careful to follow every word it contains. And then you will enjoy incredible prosperity and success. I repeat, do not, I mean, do be strong and brave. Do not yield to fear nor be discouraged. For I am Yahweh your God and I will be with you wherever you go. So translate your convictions into actions, bold actions. Okay, I think of Sean Foyt when I think of that verse because Sean Foyt took his conviction of bringing worship, especially in the time of the pandemic, and he took his conviction that the church needed to gather for worship, and he um, and he and he made it so that uh, I am going to worship. That's what he did, and so he did that. So he took his conviction. He was very courageous. Okay, and then uh, the verse I want to talk about. Is verse 8, recite this scroll of the law constantly. All right, verbalize the word of God in your heart. Verbalize it in your, in your mouth. The devil cannot read your mind. So when you're declaring and you're decreeing things in the spirit, you have to decree them out loud so they are decreed here on earth. People can, uh, the devil will, will see that you're serious and... Um, uh, this way, it's kind of like, you remember um, the movie, The Ten Commandments, where Yul Brenner said, so let it be written, and so let it be done. He had to decree it out loud, and then it became uh, a law. Now, we live by the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, because it set us free from the law of sin and death, Romans uh, 8 2. Recite the scroll. And then contemplate it. And we're going to talk about meditation quite a bit today and um, uh, for the duration. But, uh, you know, I wanted to uh, get more scripture. Remember, the Bible says um, that study to show yourself approved of God. Study is different than meditating. Although you could incorporate studying into meditating. All right, and we'll talk a bit more about that in a minute. In Psalms verse one, uh, chapter 1, verse 2, his passion, okay, the blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked. He doesn't stand in the path of the sinners, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. And then he says, and so in verse 2, his passion, his delight is to remain true to the word of I am. All right. His delight is in the law of the Lord. Okay? Remain true to the word of God. Meditate day and night on the true revelation of light. Meditate in the word of God. Spend time not just reading the word and not just getting into the word, but that the word would get into you. And how do you do that? Through meditating 
And now, now the thing is, the difference between meditating as a believer and meditating as a, uh, in, in a transcendental uh, uh, philosophy, that you are meditating and emptying yourself of you and filling it with God's word. The transcendental wants you to empty your mind, but not fill it with anything. But you have to fill it with the word. And I always go back to that scripture that says that he emptied his house, the enemy went out, came back and saw that it was empty and clean, and came back and brought uh, seven others worse than it. And the end was worse than the beginning for that guy. Psalm 4, verses 3 and 4. May we never forget that Yahweh works wonders for every one of his devoted lovers. Okay? Don't ever forget it. Why? This is how you will know that he will answer my every prayer. That's what David says. He answers your prayer when you remember and never forget what he's done before. You'll understand that he will do it again. And he will answer your every prayer. And I'm going to talk about prayer at some point uh, where it's different than just reciting a list or dumping your mind out of all the of all the trash that's in there. You build relationship not by being not by having a one-way conversation. You build relationship, Lord, what is on your heart about this situation that I'm feeling and we'll talk about that in a minute. But then he says in verse 4, tremble in awe before the Lord and do not sin against him. Be still on your bed and search your heart before him. Okay? Meditate. Be still in your heart before him. Get the word in you. Philippians 4, 6 through 9. Do not be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled requests to God with overflowing gratitude. Here it is. I, I get people that want to pray with me all the time, and all it is is complaints. It's um, dumping out their mind. It's making them feel um, like, you know, I don't get to talk to anybody, so I'm just going to pray this out. Okay? But what does he say here? Offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. In other words... You are you're having a conversation with the king of kings, the king of the universe, and you're saying, I have this situation, but I believe, I have faith. And you build it, and you have a faith-filled conversation with God. You see, faith stirs the heart of God. And then with that in mind, with that as your backdrop, tell him every detail of your life with overflowing gratitude and faith-filled. Don't look at yourself as a defeated person. Tell him every detail of your life, and then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will guard your heart and guard your mind in Jesus the Christ. Keep thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real, honorable, admirable, uh, beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind, Fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God. Praising him always, put into practice the example of all that you have heard from me or seen in my life, and the God of peace will be with you in all things. 
So, uh, in, verse, in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 13 through 15, until I come, be diligent in devouring the word of God. Remember, this word meditate means to chew on it, to feast on it. Be faithful in prayer and in teaching the believers. Don't minimize the powerful gift that operates in your life, for it was imparted to you by the laying on of hands of the elders and was activated through prophecy they spoke over you. Make this your constant meditation and make it real in your life so that everyone can see that you are moving forward. Meditate in his word. Make it real in your life and people will understand that you're real. The, the uh, people today, especially in the Western society, are looking for a real encounter with God. And when people see this, they understand that you're moving forward. You're not stuck in your mud. You're not stuck in a rut. You're, you're, you're moving forward. And then in Psalm 119, which is full of meditating in the Word of God, uh, um, seeking God's uh, Word, I consider your Word to be my greatest treasure, and I treasure it in my heart to keep me from committing sins, treason, against you now what I do every day it's important but what I do every day is I go out and I um, I take three times a day where I don't do anything except meditate for five to ten minutes a day three times so it's about 30 minutes a day total and I'll take the word and I'll just I'll just mull it over in my head and usually I get a scripture I know a lot of scripture, and a, a verse will come into my mind, and I'll and I'll I'll meditate on what I, what does this mean? What do I feel? Does it mean you know? Because I uh, I know these things. Maybe you need to bring a dictionary or a concordance with you, or bring a, a, a book of Psalms with you. You know, and just open it up, and what, and then rest on a verse that God highlights to you, jumps off the page to you. And you've had those. If you're not a believer, you can be a believer and have a Bible verse jump out at the page on you, at you. And you can get that and you do that and then you meditate in that. Well, what, what is the verse that pops up out of the page? If you don't know Jesus, I encourage you to. And all these things get to be easy. You meditate on things like your discouragements. You meditate already on your trauma. You meditate already on the things that trigger you. How about this? Meditate in his word. Let that thing get down inside of you. Let it, let it stir your heart. Some of the restful times I have during the day are, are not, when, you know, not when there's an ability to stop and nap. The times I get to rest is when I'm meditating in his word. I'll get a verse, for example. You know, um, he will be like a tree firmly planted by the streams of living water. And whatever he does, uh, and, and, which yields its fruit in its season, and uh, leaf does not wither, and whatever he does, he prospers. I'll meditate on that. Planted by the streams of living water. What does that look like? It looks like being... being um, housed or dwelling in the presence of the Holy Spirit. 
right? And so that'll go through my mind and, oh, and then I will bear fruit when it's time to bear fruit. And my leaf or my life is not going to wither. I'm not going to go into a desert. And whatever I do will succeed because I'm focused and, and moving in what God has already put in there, in his word. And what I do is I'll, I'll lay there on the floor or whatever and I'll have soft, instrumental, faith-filled music playing in the background, no words, and I'll say the word, Blessed is the man, okay? He'll be like a tree. A tree. What is a tree? Oh, it's got roots that go down. And, and the thing about a tree is the roots go deep to get the water. And the roots suck the water and bring it into the tree so that the tree can have, bear fruit and it can have leaves on it. It looks alive. Remember when Jesus went to the fig tree? It was supposed to have fruit on it and it didn't. And he cursed the tree. It had all these leaves, but it didn't have any fruit. And it withered, and there was nothing there. God wants depth in your heart. God wants you to get so hardcore into the Word of God that it becomes your life. It becomes your manual. You know, you have a manual in your car, and I'll, I'll, rec I, I, I'll go out on a limb here and say hardly any of us have ever read the manual. I give you all of this because it's important for us to meditate in his word. So you do that uh, three, two or three times a day for five or ten minutes. You're just laying before the Lord and you let all of the anxieties and everything else empty and you fill it with the Word of God and then you live the Word of God every day, every moment. And then I take one day in seven where I don't usually do the normal things I do. And then I take that day and it's just for me. And that's how you find rest for your souls. Come unto me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Uh, Matthew 11, 28, 29. Take my yoke upon, me, upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly of heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Psalm 23. He restores my soul. Don't let this word depart from your mouth, but meditate on it day and night. You remember when, they, when he had the uh, they had the thing that they had to put on their head. You know, the, the I forget what it's called, but it was like the law was put on their head. And they, obviously because it was there, they had to remember it day and night. That's, that's the symbol. They put the Shema on the outside of their door and they, and they because it's to remind them to pray the word of God. Hear, O Lord, the Lord our God is one, the Lord is one God. And I will love the Lord my God with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. And, and then in Leviticus it says, love your neighbor as yourself. And I will love my neighbor as I love myself. Meditating in the Word of God is so important. It'll restore your soul. It'll, it'll give you a fresh perspective on what's going on. 
It'll give you a fresh perspective on everything that is going on in your life and other people's lives. Who cares about what happens to somebody else? Get the word in you. Sometimes people's identities are based upon what other people think about them or what, or what they can give to somebody else. Somebody loves me because I can help them. We forget these things because we're in a society that's go, 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 go. Meditate in his word day and night, and you'll be like a tree planted by the rivers of streams of water. Yield the fruit in its season, the leaf is not going to wither, and in whatever he does, he prospers. I recommend that there's this woman, her name is Ruth Fazal. She didn't pay me for this, but I'm just going to say she has this uh, CD. Uh, or you can get it on YouTube, and you can watch and just put the music on. Uh, Songs of the River, Volume 2. I put it on. It's an hour long. You know, but I use five minutes of it, five, ten minutes of it, just to meditate it. There's no words. It's just the presence of God. God loves you, man. And he wants to spend time with you. That's how you do this. How do I pray? I pray, God, this is, you know, I got this going on in my mind right now. What do you think about it? And then you bring what you're going through into the Word. And you get the real perspective of what's going on. The devil doesn't like you. He wants you isolated. He wants you depressed. He wants you discouraged. I'll venture to say that you can't be discouraged if you're meditating in his word. You can't. It's impossible. It's impossible that you uh, meditate in his word and be depressed. It's impossible when you meet with him that you are depressed. I, I tell people, I, you know... I pray, but nothing, you know, I, I just don't give a, well, who are you meeting with? I have never had a moment when I prayed, you know, except for when I was just going through the motions, but I have never had a moment when I prayed and, um, and, 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 and I didn't have a touch from heaven. People go all over the world looking for a goosebump, but they will never spend time alone with God to meditate on him, meditating in his word, because that's what he wants you to do. Meditate in my word day and night. Think on whatever things are good, lovely, a good report. Think on these things. Tell him every detail of your heart. Tell him faith-filled. Tell him based upon the word of God. 
okay, God, uh, my, my friend's in the hospital. That's not a good thing. What does your word say about that? That's on my heart right now. Sometimes you need to go to the Lord and say, Lord, what's on your heart that you want to talk about? Because the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man accomplishes what it was set out to do or avails much. He wants you to pray that. Now, do you remember we, we talked uh, uh, at the River Jabbok in, in, uh, in um, no, I'm sorry, not at, the, at Bethel in, uh, in Genesis. Jacob is laying down with his head on a rock and he has a vision of angels ascending and descending. The angels were descending with the commissionings of the saints to perform something, to perform uh, something for, uh, to answer a prayer. And when they ascend back to heaven, it's because the prayer is finished. They have already done what that prayer set out to do, and they did it. No spoken word from God will ever return without accomplishing what it was set out to do. So you need to fill your mouth with the word of God. Otherwise, you're going to be filling your mouth with discouragements and complaining. And that is not faith-filled. So take a few minutes each day to get away from people and just meditate in his word. Some people do it on their drive home, but that's not that good because you're concentrating on focusing, you should be, on the road. I used to detox coming home from work. It took me about 45 minutes to drive home from work. And I would detox during that time. But even then, I needed... You know, I needed some time quiet without worrying about traffic. And you can do that too. Well, that's our lesson for today. And I want to thank you for joining me. And again, please, please, please. I want to get, uh, not in a bad way, but I want to get rid of these books. I only have a few left. Two of them for 20 bucks sent to your house and uh, donating to the ministry. And then you'll get the wristband as well. Um, just message me and email or, or email me at uh, Tom and Sarah Ministries at gmail.com or message me on Facebook and um, and we'll be able to uh, you can DM me if I think if, if you can or you can just put a message in the comments and I'll get it out to you they're not doing me any good sitting here I already I already have them I read them <laughs> and I have another book coming out it's, uh, it's basically dealing with uh, uh, people that weren't even looking for him. He revealed himself to. And uh, that, that'll be, uh, I'm, I'm in the process of writing that now. So anyway, and then in July, just to remind you, in July I have a, have a Bible school uh, starting the school of uh, encounter evangelism. Um, John Wimber had a school of, uh, uh, he basically taught power evangelism. Mine is more encounter evangel, where you encounter the Lord. You have that person who's not born again encounter the Lord through either a, a miracle, sign, or wonder, uh, through through um, prayer. I've had many times when I've just you know had people and I didn't do anything and I just prayed over them. I prayed, Lord, Holy Spirit, come, and the presence of God would fall. And I just keep saying, "Do it again, Lord." Well, anyway, that's our lesson. 
for the day. If you want information on that, message me on Facebook or go ahead and um, um, uh, message me on, on Instagram. And then go ahead and do that. And then uh, also, um, you know, and I'll get you the information. Or you can email me, Tom and Sarah Ministries at gmail.com. Anyway, God bless you guys. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, and just really have a great day. I can't believe we're almost in June already. Be well. God bless you. And those of you on my podcast, feel free to email me, Tom and Sarah Ministries at gmail.com. Okay? Well, God bless you. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next time.